0: Commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture.
1: From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of Hot Chicken.
0: I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one.
1: And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian.
0: We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may see things differently. But in the end, this is Still, Still love, love You, bro. bro. Well, Chris, it feels like it's been a while somehow. I, I, yeah, it's been a whole week. I know. we used our uh, We used our spare... With the uh, that interview, which is funny, Uh, the one that you actually listened to last week, you've you've already heard from me is a spare. We actually did record that one like on the Friday um, of the of the previous week, so it wasn't that old at all.
1: No, Um, sometimes you have to go with the guest schedule. So yeah,
0: yeah, and and that's fine, and I think that was worth it. Um, Well, how are you doing, Chris? Hey, I'm good.
1: I've uh, I've had a long week. Glad to be here for therapy again.
0: I hear you got two phones now.
1: I'm having a heart, and this is nothing about age, but I have always used an iPhone. And I have a work iPhone, and now I have a personal Android. And it was kind of like when I started – I'm I'm normally left-handed, and I always, for whatever reason, use my right, ho- right hand with my mouse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm trying to get back to several years ago. I said I really need to use my mouse left-handed. So when I started using my mouse left-handed, it caused like – Brain malfunctions, and I yeah. t- like for a week <laughs> I was having headaches, and I was all confused. Wow! Finally got that figured out. Now I'm putting all my personal stuff on a on a personal Android, and then my work stuff is on an iPhone, and they are completely different. And I am just frazzled. I That's had crazy. the same
0: problem, but opposite. I've got a personal Android that I've had forever. I've always had an Android, never had an iPhone. But my work phone that they gave me is, in fact, an iPhone. So I had s- a, quite a bit of frustration when I was initially getting it configured and couldn't figure out how to do it. And it was just like, ugh. it's but, the, uh,
1: and it's, it's a smartphone, right? But I don't feel so smart. <laughs> um, it has the same apps, but they're, they're, they're just so different that the way you access the little features and uh, it's, it's been rough.
0: Yeah. Well, did you bring any, anything to the table today?
1: I know you have a topic. So we've got a really cool episode. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but Chloe, our favorite pop culturist, is actually now in studio. We'll come it up in part two. We'll talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you go ahead and bring your topic because I want to spend a lot of time on this episode with, with pop culture.
0: Well, I brought a few things. Um, we'll we'll try to keep it short because I know we've got something big coming up. But, um if you've been listening to any sort of political news, you'll know that uh, we've had several Supreme Court decisions drop in a row, and uh, a couple of them are really important. Um, and and a couple of them were dealing with um, you know First Amendment rights, whether that's the right of free speech or the right of uh, freedom of religion or anything like that. So, um, are they changing them? No, they're not changing them. They're reaffirming certain things. Okay. So t- typically. What we're talking about here is someone is challenging something that happened to them, or a, or a way a state has has um, interpreted a law and applied a law, and so they're taking it to the Supreme Court and saying, "Hey, no, this is wrong. This shouldn't be applied this way. It's unconstitutional." And in a few cases, we see that the Supreme Court agreed. So the first one that I've got is, um, I'll read you the title. This is from NPR dot um, com or dot org. NPR right? Um, Supreme Court rules cheerleaders f-bombs are protected by the First Amendment now you got, you may remember this story from a few years ago um, there was this cheerleader uh, who was on I think it was snapchat or something and she posted she posted something to her story that said f school F cheer, F soccer, F everything or something along those lines. Wow,
1: what a bad day.
0: Yeah, really. She was having a bad day, probably depressed or something, so she decided to post that. She decided to exercise her freedom of speech rights? You would think so. So, apparently, um, the, someone from the school, I guess, I don't know if a parent saw this and sent it to the to the school administration or whatever. Somehow it got around to the school administration. And they decided to kick her off um, all of those teams and suspend her for... Mm-hmm for her speech outside of school she was not on school grounds this was a speech outside of school uh so obviously they've been working through lawsuits uh, against the uh, uh the school district and the school district has appealed it up to the supreme court and now he, here we are and please Sup-
1: tell me the supreme court opinion
0: was that she was exercising her right to free speech it was an 8 to 1 vote for her
1: One person on the Supreme Court?
0: Yep, Justice Clarence Thomas, of all folks.
1: Thought that that was, wow.
0: Now, I think, I don't think it was related to, I think the issue is not necessarily, hey, she has the right to say this, but it was, the school argued um, that essentially they were trying to prevent disruptive behavior or something or uh, punish disruptive behavior and so they were. They were. It was a debate of whether or not the school's ability to punish a, a student extended to actions off campus. No. related to speech. No, and it doesn't. Yeah, well, that's what we've decided. So now that's constitutional. We have that standard. Um, but I did. I, I thought it was interesting that Clarence Thomas um, dissented to it. He was the only one that dissented. And I haven't read his opinion, um, but I think it it speaks about you know how the school can establish. I guess at, at what point can the school intervene? Because there is a point where they can. You know, if you think about if a, if a student starts talking about shooting up a school or something like that, there's a point where they have to intervene because that's no longer protected speech. That's a threat. Um, So essentially that, that line was being blurred. I'm in my opinion, the school was saying, well, this is causing a disruption. So we need to intervene. I don't agree with it. I didn't agree with it at the time. And I'm happy that the Supreme court has reaffirmed a student's right to say whatever the heck they want off campus. Good.
1: Because, and I appreciate the school, we, you know, we adopted a child and he had an IEP and we had a rough time with school and we had a really close relationship with the school administration and they went above and beyond to help my child. So I don't deny that the school has a lot of need to, uh, you know, help the student in that way. But, however, their line stops when he gets off the bus and walks into my front yard. That is that is a parent's right to determine if your kids are what language they use on Snapchat not a school so I Clarence we got to talk that that was a bad vote I think
0: but <laughs> I like Justice Clarence Thomas but yeah some at least it you know it could have been a lot of times when we have these dissenting opinions they're not you know like I think this is just a horrible idea I think that free speech should be restricted in this way it's more of a a, a technical grounds sure. dissent that's what a lot of this is so thankfully um, there was a concurring opinion that was written and, and it was in support of her. Uh, another one that I want to talk about is the um, the Supreme Court unanim- unanimously sides with uh, former college players in dispute with uh, the NCAA about their compensation. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know a lot of this topic and we might have to bring Chloe in to to do a little bit. But they get,
1: wait a minute. They made a ruling on a private entity's pay rate?
0: No. So it's talking about how Essentially, the NCAA, um, they don't allow schools to pay or compensate uh, students in a certain way. They, they have oh. a cap okay. on what you can do. And I think I'm saying that correctly, right, Chloe?
2: Oh, hi. Hi. Hello. I'm here now. We've
0: got to consult you because you're a sports person. She is here now. She's here kind listening. of a sports person.
2: I'm here now. <laughs> So is that Um, correct? So from what I understand, this might be, there's been several things going on with the NCAA and, and decisions being made. Um, The first of which starts back, um, I think it was either a year or so ago um, when they allowed athletes to be able to make money off their likenesses. So if you were playing basketball in the NCAA tournament and they wanted to, Geico wanted to make a commercial with you in it, you were allowed to do that and make money off of that. Um, This what is it a bill it's a ruling it's a ruling, Supreme Court ruling. Uh, this ruling allows students to get student athletes to get compensated with um some things that they would need to be a student athlete um that schools are not able to uh, you know afford by themselves to get like
1: some new nikes
2: like a computer okay um they also talked about opening up more grad programs for students who graduate they also talked about You know, if a student comes from a low-income family, they're going to be able to get a car or some sort of transportation through the universities.
1: That sounds acceptable. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So the only thing on my end, um, just because, you know, I obviously, I was a college athlete. I was an NCAA, I was NAIA and JUCO colleges. But I think the biggest thing is that you also have those smaller D3 schools that can't afford that so they're talking about a lot of um sports like golf which is the one that I play golf tennis bowling all those smaller sports um you know if if schools really take advantage of this will probably go away a lot of them just because they won't have the money to be able to give to sports that don't bring in money like football basketball baseball sports like that so
0: mm. well the uh this is a 9 to 0 decision this is a <laughs> wow. unanimous decision yep. um neil Gorsuch uh, wrote the uh, concur- or the the concurring opinion, and uh, essentially, um, they're saying that um, the arguments for not paying these athletes um, are based upon innocuous labels. That's their wording. Um, essentially, all the Supreme Court is saying that NCAA's business model would be completely illegal in almost any other industry mm-hmm. in the United States. So, wow. therefore they're going to start upholding this. And this is not only like Chloe said, this is not only just say, well, we can give them laptops and crap. This is opening up a huge, huge barrel of other legal challenges because there's going to be a about how a university wants to pay a certain athlete or a university wants to do this and that, you know, it, it's going to open up a huge barrel of, or a huge can of worms. And we're probably going to see several other um, court decisions come in the, in you know, the coming years from this decision.
2: Well, you're gonna see a lot of lawsuits from championship teams that the university made a lot of money off of advertising them being champions and them, mm-hmm. you know, having merchandise with their with their um, you know, jerseys and things on them. And um I think there's already been a team, even though this has really been fresh, I mean I think it happened either yesterday or the day before, there's already been a team, I believe, from Michigan that's already planning on um suing from like the nineties that was a championship team that they didn't get compensated and they feel like they should have because they were the ones who put in the work to do that. So they're going to have a lot of teams from the past kind of come in and say, hey, we didn't get this opportunity and we really would like this opportunity. Oh,
1: what a can of worms.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this next one um, is is a little bit more controversial. Uh, this is actually an issue that has been going on for a little bit and it finally got its day in the Supreme Court. And I was very surprised to see this unanimous ruling. This was... Um, the Supreme. This was a Catholic foster agency versus the uh, state of Philadelphia's Department of Human Health and Human Services, or DHS, uh, DCS, I guess, whoever manages the adoption agency in Philadelphia. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled nine to zero in favor of the Catholic foster agency, who was deciding to exclude same-sex families um, from their adoption profile. So essentially. And this is just a really, you know, sky level view of of the history of this case. Uh so this Catholic foster agency um said that they because of their religious beliefs, they did not want to include same-sex couples in their act because they run this adoption agency, this Catholic Church does. They don't want to include same-sex couples. They don't want to admit them into this program, into their program. And so the state of Philadelphia says either You do that, either you admit them in the program, or you cannot do this adoption agency. We're going to revoke your right to the adoption agency. And the Supreme Court said, um, and I'll actually just read this. Um, I don't know if I can find the actual ruling. This is all what they're saying. Uh, It says, as the court's opinion today explains, the government contract at issue provides for individualized exemptions from its non-discrimination rule, thus triggering strict scrutiny. All nine justices agreed that the city cannot satisf- satisfy strict scrutiny. Um, so what this derives from is that this, the state of Philadelphia has individualized exemptions for this non-discrimination rule that they have for um, same-sex couples, but they were not uh, allowing this Catholic agency to apply those individual restrictions, those individual um, exemptions from that rule to them Mm -hmm. as a a larger agency. So um, interesting. I think it's, I think it's a really complex case. I don't think it's as cut and dry as, you know, this, your religious freedom is over someone else's right or whatever. I think what matters is, is that as far as this adoption agency there are there are plenty of other adoption agencies available you know it's yeah. it's like it's like a thing where there is a market for this and this is not the only place you can adopt a child so you don't you can't, you don't really have a claim to say well we can't adopt a child because we're a same sex couple you just can't from this agency because they don't allow that
1: so as the resident expert on same sex adoptions we went through something similar tennessee a while back had, had some sort of ruling about same sex couples. And we were concerned because we had already, we went through Tennessee's department of children's services and through the foster program. Halfway through it, we saw some things in in the Tennessee legislature that, that appeared that it would uh, disqualify us. But DCS says, no, you know, it's, it's more related to private adoption agencies. So we're going back to talk about, you know, making cakes for same sex weddings and stuff. It all intertwines around the same thing. If you're Catholic and you don't believe in same-sex marriage, then if you don't want to serve those people, I think you have a right. Mm -hmm. However, on the flip side, if you're a same-sex couple... You're not just going to call up a Catholic adoption agency and right. say I'm, I want to force you to do something against you know you, yeah you just don't do that. There are plenty of agencies out there that that don't that you know will not discriminate against you. So you can make a big deal about it and, and you can try calling that. But honestly, if you're not Catholic, and I'm sure there's another Catholic adoption agency that will, but for this one, if you're a same sex couple, don't go to it. I mean, let and them it's,
0: it's very likely that they did not allow non Catholics. To adopt sure. from this agency. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it, it sounds sense. like a very
1: specialized agency. Right. You, We're Catholic, and we want to have Catholic families so that they adopt a child and bring them into the Catholic Church. And you know, if, if the cha- Catholic Church doesn't uh, support same-sex marriage, then right. th- that's not the agency you use I'm if glad you're you, a
0: same-sex couple. I'm glad you brought up the cake thing because that does fit really well because it's like you know, if someone does not want to provide you with a product, then why would you go there? Like, exactly go somewhere else i don't have time to like business. start
1: lawsuits against the right. cake company
0: well there here we go i mean that's that's pretty much that issue is settled now because it, it you basically said hey a, re- a private business has the right to express a religious you know motive um for a certain policy now obviously you can't just turn away people flat out because they're gay but if you don't want to provide a, a special service for them sure then it's now a,
1: on yeah. the flip side, though, it's really not a private business. It is a it's a, a non for profit religious agency who gets a lot of tax exemption from the
0: government. That is true.
1: So you know there is also a fine line um, if the government is supporting their uh, their adoption agency through no taxes, then. You know how how is that the government saying that they're allowing them to and discriminate? That's like, the fine line that's probably going to be hard to solve.
0: It sounded like, and I probably should have read into these cases a little bit more, um, but those those are really long documents. Uh, it sounded like that Philadelphia had some exemptions in place for religious people um, or something along those lines, but they were not allowing the actual agency to apply to those. So that could have been the nail in the coffin. Um, but I mean, it was a nine to zero unanimous. That was every, not just the conservative judges, but every liberal judge on that court, which there are several agreed with that. And that was just mind blowing to me. But I mean, that just tells you how cut and dry of an issue this was. So I'd like to look into the actual case more because maybe you can give us a better representation of what it was actually about. Yeah. That sounds like an interesting read. Well, that's all I've got as far as Supreme Court cases. There were several more. I think there was one about, um, oh gosh. There's one on Obamacare. They upheld Obamacare again um, it, it, because uh, essentially it was someone was suing because this was they started the the case back when the individual mandate was a thing where you were you're essentially going to either have to have insurance or you would pay a fine, in, right. a tax, quote unquote. But it was a fine, um, and that was that was um, removed from Obamacare. That was taken out by um, Congress, and so when I got to the Supreme Court, they essentially said there's no case here because it doesn't apply anymore because there's no more individual mandate. So they upheld it again. And you know what? Sure. That's fine. It's basically expanded Medicare Medicare and Medicaid now. I mean, that's really all Obamacare is at this point. So yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the only notable one. Um, And I think there was one really recently that I saw, um, but I haven't researched much of it, but go, go check it out. If you want to see some interesting and really important things happen, look up Supreme court rulings because um, you know, especially if you're younger and you're about to go to college, if you take any law course, you're going to study a lot of Supreme Court rulings because those are landmark decisions that mean a lot to how law is discussed and how it is applied in our country. So check it out. Read up on them. They're fun. Well,
1: they're fun for me. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> they're interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's, 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 um, it's neat because these nine people basically define how law is interpreted uh, in this uh, country. They're very important. And it's sure. important that they remain unbiased. I think that's the biggest thing.
1: What are you doing Friday night? I'm reading Supreme
0: Court <laughs> rulings. What are you doing? Oh, me. yeah. I don't
2: that's know awesome. if that's it's my definition time. of fun. I'm well, sorry. It's all
1: right. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So we're going to take a very short break, and we'll be back with pop culture. You're listening to Still Love You, Bro.
0: Welcome back to Still Love You, Bro with Chris and Jess. And uh, we actually have chloe here with us in studio for the first time in forever hello uh, hello chloe here i am <laughs> i didn't know how long it had been and she came in and she's like wait that was over there and this was
1: over we here we completely
0: and, changed the studio up yeah and, you know rearranged a lot of stuff
2: a you lot know. of things happened since we February. moved the banjo to a
0: different wall and right <laughs> that just
2: that was the thing that got me the most messed up yeah, was, it was where the, the banjo, banjo. <laughs> for it's old
1: time's what... sakes so i'm gonna go and when we edit this i'll put your mic on low quality mode and you stutter oh, a perfect. few times just no. stutter a few yeah. times <laughs> On a low-quality mode.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'll just, um, what do they call it when you freeze? There you go. At, I'll just glitch, glitch a, little just bit, right. a little bit. glitch uh, uh, a little bit. Lag a
0: little. Yeah. Well,
1: we're going to turn the page a little bit in celebrating Chloe's return to the physical plane in our show. Uh, if you recall, some several shows ago, we did an, uh, an episode where she asked me, uh, and Eric was with us, some um, uh, new words, and then we had to guess. So today, we're actually going to turn the table on Chloe and Jess. Jess is young enough. Yeah, because I
0: know nothing about this.
1: Yeah, so I have a list of words and phrases and a whole gamut of things back from my childhood and days around there. Uh, gamut is not one, but... I was about um, to
0: say. Dang it. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. I can use hasn't context clues yet. there.
1: Hasn't started yet, so don't worry about that. That's but,
2: the name of the game.
1: Yeah, so gamut. we'll talk about pop culture news after this. I want to go ahead and just kick it right off. Oh, boy. So this is words. This is, uh, you give me the definition of my 1980s through maybe early 90s. Cool beans.
0: Cool. Is, is that Was well, that words? a word? That's the word. Cool oh, beans. Okay. Oh, That's pretty easy. That's like a, that's like, it's almost a challenge. It's a challenge and response. Cool beans? Yeah, cool beans. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: What? I'm confused. You know what I mean?
0: It's almost like, it's just like saying if you cool. Put it's like a saying cool. Question mark at the end. Yeah.
2: It's like yeah. saying cool.
1: It means agreeable. Yeah. Or sounds good. Cool beans. Cool
2: beans.
0: All right. How is that? What is that from the 80s, really? Yeah. That's what I said that plenty. That's just a sticky one, I guess. I'm going to know Stealing a lot of these.
2: Words. I'm just letting you know. All
0: right. Jonesing.
2: Oh, I actually don't oh, know. Oh, wow. That,
0: that, that took a turn. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I'm jonesing. Is that is like. Is that uh, like smoking?
2: Uh, dan- kind of. Dancing? Oh. oh, really? Wait. Uh, is it like. Smoking. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it like when you go in the bathroom and smoke at school?
1: Kind of Smoking It's having a room? craving or a need for something I'm jonesing for a piece of gum right Oh now. dang it, uh, I thought
2: I was really close on that one
1: Where did that come from? I, Mr. Jones? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> Was it a 90s <laughs> a movie? term? I don't know where No, I think that was early I, I remember in the 80s late
2: Okay 80s. yeah. Then I don't know where that came from There's gotta from. be
0: a movie or something that it came
1: from Yeah, I don't know the origin hmm. um, The next one is Rad Rad
2: like that's like cool. That's also another that's like cool and awesome. Oh, you
1: that. guys still use that word.
2: Yes.
0: Huh? Radical.
2: <laughs> I'm just really old school. All right.
0: Dip. Uh
1: that's a tobacco product. Yeah, but in the eighties
2: Does that mean like you have to leave?
1: Mm-mm. It's not the verb. Like you're a dip. That's what it is now. Oh, oh it's, it's a-
2: you're a dip?
1: You could, if you use in that context, yeah. You you dip, you're a dip.
0: It sounds derogatory. Stupid? Yeah, a foolish person.
2: Hey, okay. there you go.
1: Now we add a second wordy dirt at the end of it, a dip. Ah, uh, okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the short She's I like, I would have recognized that. that one. If you, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, know, <laughs> that so I didn't right. know that was a bad word. I didn't know that was a bad word. My okay. next
1: one, you are funky fresh.
2: Looking good, my man.
1: Stylish, yep. Exciting, especially in reference to music. It's funky fresh music.
2: Wow. I feel like that's, I had this trivia game when I was a kid that had like this guy that was a character and he like had the big platform shoes, but they were see-through and they had goldfish inside of them, like swimming around. That's awesome. That's what makes me think of <laughs> that. That's
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Just that visual. You're welcome.
0: Wow. All right. The next one is dink. Dink. That also, is that, like that sounds dork? like a racial slur. Like it sounds like a racial slur for a nation or something. Don't be a dink. <laughs> that's horrible.
2: I would say like don't be a dork. Is that another version of dork? No. Oh.
1: Double income, no kids.
2: Oh. It's a term for upper middle
1: class childless couples.
0: Whoa, that's okay. a, that's complex.
2: That's like what do they call them acronyms or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow, that's complex. My My don't be a dink. That yep. that confused me because yeah yeah
0: wow. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I'm going to use that in the future. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. accused of racism, though, because it really be a, straight up sounds like a racial right. slur to me. People be like, Where did you get um, that word? Bogart. That sounds like a composer.
2: That sounds like the last name of the girl from Willy Wonka, Violet mm-hmm. Beaulagard.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
2: I don't know what that is. What? Bogart. Bogart. It don't. sounds like, is it yogurt? No. In is the
1: it 80s, it was, Don't Bogart that joint. Like, put take out? it up for all yourself. Don't or? keep it to yourself. Uh, yep. okay. I don't know if that's related to Humphrey Bogart somehow, but I don't know. Well, I not know who that it is. It wouldn't matter to me because I
0: have no idea who that is either. I don't either.
1: <laughs> and last one word is wig out. Freak out. Lose control. Freak out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we can't. We can't. We're going to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you are going to copyright that, struck. Like, yeah. They're really going to think that rendition of that song was the real thing. Hey. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was singing it with you too.
1: So this is the one I'm most excited about. We're oh, going boy. away from words and we're going to do phrases from 80s and 90s shows. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we're going to have this. Wait, is this
2: shows and movies or just shows? Um, I watched
0: Nick at Night. I got this. <laughs> oh, good luck. <clears throat> Number one. So
2: do we have to guess the show? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: no. This message good. will self-destruct. Oh gosh, this is very familiar.
1: I know. I can hum it if you need a hint.
2: Um, hold on. Don't do it this yet. message
1: will
0: self destruct. Oh my gosh, why is it so familiar? Um,
2: was it Mission Impossible? No,
0: no, it's a show. It's like it's like but a this is MacGyver. A cartoon. Yeah. Oh, um, it's a show. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, yeah.
2: cartoon. That's what I meant.
0: Um, Oh, it's a cartoon? Oh, that threw me. Oh. It sounds like an Amanda show thing.
2: No, he's not. He's too old for Amanda show. Sorry, no offense. Are you? What? Are you? Amanda (laughs) show? Do you know the Amanda show? No.
0: Okay, okay. see, I told you. I'm too old for the Amanda (laughs) show. Yes. Okay, I give up. Hum the tune, maybe. (laughs) Oh, Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay. I failed. I'm yeah. inspector gadget. I that, was that for, I watched that was the movie. Yeah, it was from the cartoon show. Yeah, there was a cartoon. I've uh, never though. seen the cartoon show. I've seen a couple the, episodes. Uh, I watched the uh live action movie I really I watched them at home when I was
2: a kid. Ferris Bueller, the guy yeah. that plays Ferris Bueller.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking way back before the live action. Doesn't movie. he yeah. also
0: play um, oh, what is his name? He he looks like um, oh, never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence because I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, go ahead. Next, next one. And now you know, and knowing
1: is half the battle. Yeah, oh, Transformers.
2: Can... Nope. Oh, wow. You really went quick on that one.
0: Or did you say annoying is half the battle?
1: And now you know, and knowing is half the battle.
2: Oh,
0: is that G.I. G. Joe? G.I. Joe, okay. yep. Yeah.
2: See, so, yeah, I died. That's and it's...
0: knowing is half the battle. That was one of those uh, like things they would stick in the b- between the shows. I it just it was, like that you thought- Anti-smoking it... or anti-drugs or whatever. I yeah. just
2: thought it was funny that you thought he said annoying.
0: I did at first. I was <laughs> like- <laughs>
2: And annoying, <laughs> and is, half the know,
0: annoying,
1: annoying <laughs> is half the battle.
0: Annoying is <laughs> half the battle. Next
1: one. Anybody got any cheese? Um, mm. I don't like this because I don't
0: know anything. How do you think I felt that day? I know. <laughs> yeah, now we know how, how it is on the other side. I, I, don't, I have no idea.
1: This may have never been a rerun that you saw. Family Matters.
2: I did not, but I love... It was, wasn't Michael J. Fox oh, whoa, 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 on that show. whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that was family ties. I'm yeah, family
0: sorry. I I was thinking of um
2: See, I have a seen... Urkel.
0: You were thinking of oh. Urkel, Steve Urkel.
2: Did I do that? I was yeah. thinking
0: <laughs> I was thinking of the uh the other one that used to the run. Oh, what is it called? The one that used Frank Sinatra's oh. Love and Marriage. You know what I'm talking about? Yes,
1: um whatever the name of it was, I can't remember, but, but you yeah, know what the it. one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, with Al Bundy. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. that one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs>
1: well, thanks, Chloe. My the next one was, did I do that?
2: Oh, <laughs> sorry. And <did> <laughs> I knew that's that. pretty easy. Yep,
0: that's pretty easy. I probably would not have been able to say the name of the show. I would have been able to I say could Steve, have said Urkel. Steve Urkel. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows that. <laughs> that.
1: Next one by the power of Grey Skull. Um. Grayskull. Oh,
0: that's um. Freaking He Man, right? That is He Man. He Man.
2: I didn't watch any of these shows.
0: I only know that because I watched like YouTube videos. videos. <laughs> <laughs> he Man. <That is. laughs> back in the archive. Oh me. Yeah. How rude! What was that like? <laughs> how your show? Whoa, whoa,
2: wait, you just said back in the archive. That's what you said, yeah, Chris. Yeah,
0: I didn't say that. You saying how rude? rude you're saying? No, that's the next word. Oh. <laughs>
2: That was a great time to work it in. How rude.
0: That's definitely something I recognize. Yes. Um, That's
2: not a terrible thing, is it? Twins
1: Twins said it.
2: (gasps) Full house.
1: Full house. Oh, nice Nice, Chloe. Nice job. I was
2: about to ask if there was like an accent.
1: How rude. This one might be harder. I ain't going on no damn plane, fool.
0: Oh, that's um, fresh prince. I of know, no, 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 no! I know
1: it. It's uh-uh. the A Team. Yes,
0: yeah. B A Baracus. <laughs> See, I never
2: watched any of these. <laughs> the
0: only reason I know that is because, um, or that I would know that I think anyway. But we had me and Chris have a mutual friend um, who he also hates flying, and he had <laughs> never watched the A Team. And I referenced him, said, so "You got to watch the A Team movie." <laughs> Would, oh, anyway, I'll skip my next one. Was I pity the fool? Yeah, he's also a tanker too. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. Anyway, it's funny. So,
1: the next one, short and sweet. I kill me. I kill me. I kill me.
0: That sounds like a comic relief line. You mm-hmm. know.
2: Um, I don't know.
1: It was a. It was a. It was a live show. Like a. I think it was a two camera show.
2: I kill me. I kill
0: me. Yep man i really don't know
2: can you give us a clue
0: he was brown and from outer space what (laughs) he was he was brown and from outer space wait are you talking about like you're not talking about
2: brown brown that throws i have a a show but it's definitely not the same show
0: he was furry had a long nose yeah, you're. I'm. I'm Alf. in the freaking weeds. That's what I was Alf, thinking, but yeah. I didn't think
2: that was right. Ah, Alf, I
0: kill me. What is that?
2: You don't know what Alf is? Is um, it an
0: anteater guy?
2: Yeah, he kind of. Yeah, it looks like yeah. an
0: anteater. Must have seen him before, but no, I, I never. He watched it. He just
2: reminds it. me of the Muppets sometimes.
1: This one you'll probably
0: know. Okay. Meep, meep. Yeah, that's pretty easy.
2: The Roadrunner
1: dude. Yep. That's it. Lady Tunes. How Runner. about this? Was one of my favorite shows actually. Uh, so this one is was exciting. Never feed him after midnight. Gremlins. Yeah. Oh, gosh, she was quick. It's yeah, from a I movie. That's that why.
2: <laughs> it's from a movie. If you give me movies, I'll be good. All right.
1: This is a movie then. Yes. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Look at her go. I would not have got that one either. Oh, bother. Oh. <gasps> Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Look at her go.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. She's on a roll. I got wow. this.
2: I'm doing so good. Punky Power. Oh,
0: Punky Power? Is Punky this a power. show or a movie? This is a series. Whoa, that's Punky
2: tough. Power. I've never heard that term. I want to use it now, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, no, I don't know. It sounds like a Powerpuff Girls thing. Kinda. Punky Brewster. What is I would, that? I would have never gotten that.
2: I've never like, heard of that. I would have never, never
0: been able to pull that out. you haven't, because <laughs> you didn't see the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was...
1: Yeah, what like, was Google. I'll give you this list and you can go okay. home and I will brush say up I will
2: say because of how my mom raised me. Because, like, I would listen to 80s music thinking it was, like, new music. Like, I didn't know that Michael Jackson was old when he was, like, when we were listening to, like, Beat It and, like, Thriller uh. and stuff. And so I always say, like, people will be like, my true generation was living in the 70s or 80s. But, like, really, I probably was one of the very few people that if you teleported me back, I probably could have survived without my phone and Apple Watch. Oh, yeah.
0: That was my dad, but with 90s country and old country. That was Mm -hmm. what we listened to all the time. So that's what I figured. That's what my favorite kind of music is. (laughs) So, anyway... Anything else? Yes.
2: Ooh, I'm ready. The
0: power is yours.
2: <gasps> the, the. You
0: should know this.
2: It's, uh, a, it's a TV show, right? Uh, yeah,
1: it's been a show and like a movie. The, oh, the character. dang
2: it. I really thought it was something else. I power got so excited that is I it, knew it. Is
0: it, um, uh, it's, it, uh, I know it. It's, it's the, the earth man or.
2: No, it's not. That's you're not, right. not. I'm on. What I'm on are track. you serious? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Captain Planet. Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. That's what <laughs> it is. I didn't know it was a movie. <laughs> Earthman. Oh. I like that. I literally thought that, and you're like, "No, it's a movie." And I was like, "Wasn't uh, that a movie?" We I watched, don't know. We I only watched up, the
0: show. We watched that in my like private school when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they would stick a freaking VCR in the in the TV when the and cart, leave us, when the leave us cart, for hours <laughs> watching Captain Planet. I can't believe I couldn't remember the name. of it. When
2: the cart comes rolling in and you know it's yes, gonna be a good it's a, day, it's oh, a movie
0: yes. day. I remember. this. man, my TV cards, <laughs> tube TVs on it. But uh, anyway. we had boob tube TVs in my uh in in my private school. <laughs> the the CRTs. He calls them okay, boob tube. <laughs> Boob
2: tube. That's what my dad. Open called. it up. What is watching in school? No, open
0: the side of it. What is it? Oh, never mind. So. Oh, it <laughs> You've never seen the inside of a CRT? Yeah. Okay. Well. That's it's, what is that not why that's it's what,
2: that? That's what like 80s and 90s people call it. I know that because my dad called it that. Every time we'd be driving home, like, we're gonna go home. We're going to watch the boob tube. I'm like, why would I want to watch the boob tube? I know, it, I know tube? the real
0: reason to call it that is is negative. is that kind of connotation. But it's just. Kind of a coincidence. You open. We are not recommending
2: that. No, no,
1: no. Yeah, definitely don't. If you can find one, don't open it up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right, next. No, seriously, don't. Like, if you open it up, plug it in, and touch it, you will die. Yeah. Straight up, will die. Lit. Yes. I saw somebody get hit by a flyback. If you touch the housing of it while it's open, you will straight up die. You will. You will burst into. I'm not even kidding. So don't even try it. It will. It will at
1: least. I saw a guy touch one. He was at a TV repair shop. Threw him across. Holy room. cow! Yeah, he's lucky to be alive.
0: And you never think that those those things sitting around your house are that dangerous. No, like but the, you wouldn't I remember think watching, something
2: called a boob tube would be that dangerous.
0: I remember. <laughs> I know we're getting off on a tangent, but I remember watching like an electrical safety video from like because my mom, my mom used to work for an an insurance company, and I was there at her office all the time, so I'd watch all the like safety videos they had in the back. And there was one it, one of a dude working on a TV. It was talking about electrical safety and like how to how to help someone who's being electrocuted, and he's working on a TV. And then it gets electrocuted. And that never made sense to me. But yeah, that's exactly what you probably get electrocuted on and couldn't let oh, yeah. go on a freaking.
2: So don't house. touch the boob tubes.
1: So in the late nineties, there was this TV repair shop in, in our city and and I would go there because I liked electronics and like I made friends with them and they let me watch. But they would when they would service one of those televisions, they had a one of those big huge flathead screwdrivers and they had a wire attached to it and they ran it to ground and they would stick it under the rubber cover. Yep. And like and discharge it, and it was like it was it was like my favorite thing to watch. Yeah, you,
0: know, you know what we called something like that when I was uh, working at the radio station. What we had a wooden stick that we kept inside the transmitter, and attached to it was like a like a four gauge wire that was wired to the ground, uh, the the earth ground of the transmitter, and then that four gauge wire had like a big old s- steel piece coming off of it, and we called that the Jesus stick. <laughs> because you, before you touch something in that transmitter, it's off, by the way, but it has tons of capacitance. It has like humongous capacitors in it. You touch that to whatever you're about to touch so that you don't die. Oh, guess <laughs> yeah. if you do, you will die. Absolutely. <laughs> you do touch it. So the Jesus stick. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. So this next one is <clears throat> I've got, I've only got like six more, but I was having fun oh, I'm these. so ready.
0: Only six more. If we get on six more tangents, we'll Maybe have a two hour episode. <laughs> the word of the day is uh is that sesame street no no oh
2: but that oh oh that's Mm -hmm. the that's the thing sorry i was confused for a hot minute the word of the day the word of the day is reading rainbow
1: no
0: oh that was a good guess
1: though (laughs) that was a really good guess that was good (laughs) i don't know is
2: it that library show with the lions Mm, no that's that's way too old between the lions that's too old between Between the
0: the playhouse What's Pee Wee's Playhouse? Where's
2: the basement? Yeah, I don't even owl, know though. what this is. And do you, don't know, am I. Do you don't know who Pee Wee Herman is?
0: I I've never watched it. Now, <gasps> so that's
1: everybody not. knows him now because of the theater. But uh, he doesn't. he was, doesn't. A, oh, you he know, was watching know, a boob no. tube. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't see it on the boob tube.
0: No, I, but you said Between the Lions and Reading Rainbow, those two were immediately like. Those are yeah. pretty good,
2: good. But I have to remember, like, those are, if they're from our childhood, they're not going to be from his.
0: Between the Lions had really good music. Like, if you go back and listen to it, <laughs> it was really well done. Like, really well composed.
2: He doesn't know what we're talking about. So, I don't. But,
0: I'm sorry. That was. I, mean, I know 90s. it well It was an
2: old, like, it was a PBS show, but it was, oh. like, when PBS was actually, like, really, really good. Oh. Hmm.
1: I'll have yeah. to Google that. Yeah. Next one. Next. Well, I bet the neighbors are just loving this.
0: That sounds like a sitcom, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it like I Love Lucy?
1: No,
2: that's way too old.
0: Well, I was just thinking a wild yeah, I guess. Eighties, man.
2: <laughs> God, okay. what was it again?
1: Well, I bet the neighbors are just loving this. Hmm, that's tough.
2: Um, I don't know. Is Fresh Prince too mm-hmm. late? No, no.
1: It's called Mama's Family.
2: I would have never guessed Mama's that because I've never heard of that.
1: Yeah,
0: No, I never heard of that one.
1: This one, I'm sure you've heard. You had to have <clears throat> got to prepare for this.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, boy. What you talking about, Willis? What yeah. are you talking about, Willis? Damn! What you talking about, Willis? Um, I'm sorry, but um, I do know where this I, is from, but the only thing I think of is The Hangover when Mr. Chow says
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've heard this before, so but I don't know what it's from. I cannot
2: tell you what show it's from. Uh, yeah.
0: It's called no, Different wait. Strokes. Because I know strokes. the
2: characters, I can different picture strokes. the characters who say that, but I do not know, I wouldn't Isn't know a the shame. name of the show. That,
0: that, that single line is persisted and we don't even know what the show is. Mm, yeah. Well, that's no,
2: great. Now I just Timeless. imagine it yeah. as Mr. Chow saying it as he's rolling his the You'll know window. this one. Okay. Who
1: are you going to call?
2: Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's pretty I, that's I pretty love, good. okay, the are original. you referencing the the TV show? No, the Rick
1: Moranis, like, original film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen the That's second the one? one? Yeah, I, lo- I love the original. Did you it's hear about the new one? No, yeah, the one <sighs> with that was all women. Yeah. No,
2: no, no, uh, no, no, no. No, there's a new one. A new
1: new one with a the, new, oh, with, the again. with
2: with the Rick Moranis with right? the son. Of the original director directing it. Oh. And Paul Rudd's in it. I'm kind of excited about that. Well,
0: they better not mess it up again.
2: They're not because Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and all of them are all part of it. Everybody but um, Harold Ramis because he that passed away. That doesn't mean much, though. Because... What about Rick?
1: Rick Moranis was in it, too, right? He was like one of the goofy characters. There
2: was there was talks of him coming back. Yeah. I know that... Um, what's her face? Sigourney so Weaver will be back. She's coming back. Wow. I was very surprised about that. But yeah, Paul Rudd goes to a grocery store and there's a bunch of little, like he sees a pack of marshmallows. He's like, oh, and it starts moving. And then little tiny little Stay Puff Marshmallow Man start attacking him. Oh, and I'm cool. so excited. I've literally been looking forward to this since I was a child because <laughs> I loved Ghostbusters one and two and the animated show. I watched the oh, animated show. And then like the wo- the one with all the women came out and I I hated it. I didn't even watch it. I didn't want to.
0: It almost, I mean, I'll be honest. It makes me so like nervous every time Hollywood comes out with, oh, we're rebooting this series. Yeah, because they have a track record in like the past few years of just messing up. everything. Well,
2: they've had they've had a script because I researched this because this is what I do. They've had a script done with um, Harold Ramis and and all those other guys that were involved in the originals since like after the second one came out. Hmm. and it just never got greenlit. I don't think Bill Murray wanted to come back and do it originally because he got so big with Caddyshack and Groundhog Day and all those. And so, um, but I think that, like, this is really paying, like, it's true homage to the originals. Like, they're not trying to, like, redo it all.
0: I just hope they don't But, you know, if not, then
2: I can just go watch Ghostbusters 1 and quote the entire thing while I watch it. There
0: you go. I mean, this has been a really dark time in Hollywood because there's been a lot of these, like, just reboots and take the old script and make it a new thing. And Do you it's think it's horrible? a lack
1: of creativity from writers? I mean, look I think how it's many laziness. films have been written. Yeah. Here's what it is. How many new ideas are there?
2: Here's, here's what it is. The whole thing is that it is it is a guaranteed money grab. Yeah, they're just trying if, to get the stuff. If the Little Mermaid back in the in the 60s and 70s was super super successful, which it was because it still is today, they're going to remake it because they know it's going to be super successful for these kids. And it gets annoying from a person in the in the industry. It gets really really annoying because you're like, I really want some fresh ideas. But then like you see like Christopher Nolan doing films like Tenet and doing all these cool like abstract ideas for films and nobody like cares and nobody goes to see it. And it's kind of the only thing I will say, um, that I will give credit to is, is, John Krasinski for doing a quiet place. One and two, I haven't seen the second that, one yeah. yet, but that was a was very, amazing. it was a very original idea that we haven't yeah. had in a really long time. Like mm-hmm. I really don't think a horror film has used the technique of sound to really scare the heck out of you. And that's what they, I mean, like, and then they it was the lack of sound and
0: everyone tried to copy it, but that's just, it was good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So when she I had mean, to wear the blindfold.
0: I haven't actually seen it cause I didn't That
2: was not it. bad, but yeah, I just think it's more of, Hey, we know it's a guaranteed, um, you know, moneymaker. And sure. the other thing too is, and I've seen a lot of this on, on social media and things talking about how movies have changed, um, Chris especially can probably remember a lot more of this but there there used to be a time when you would go see a movie because a certain person was in it. Yeah. And it wasn't a franchise, it was just oh, you know, uh, Brad Pitt is in you're this movie. You're watching this
0: person's performance. Yes. That's why you're going to see it. Yeah. You're watching yeah. the movie.
2: You go because you're a Brad Pitt fan or you're a Matthew McConaughey fan or you're a Sandra Bullock fan. But like now you have Avengers, you have DC, you have all these franchises that are making movie after movie after movie. I think, And I think that really started with Harry Potter. I think that's when that kind of started kind of edging out. When you had Harry Potter, the Hunger Games, Divergent, all of those kind of came out and people said, okay, like...
0: And, you know, personally, I, I really don't know the actor names and I don't really have any desire to because mm-hmm. what I want to see is I want to see the character. I don't want to think, oh, so-and-so is doing a great job as this character. I want to be immersed mm-hmm. in it. I want to like... I couldn't... Name maybe I could name one or two of the Avenger actors, but I really couldn't even. You know, if you asked me right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I just see them as as their characters, and I think that's good I, point. You're not going to see the actor and yeah. his talent. You're going I to, see to see the see character the that he's playing. Yeah. So, and this this whole thing is not just isolated to um, Hollywood. It's in video games as well. One of my favorite series as a kid is called Ratchet and Clank. They had a bunch of really good games um, starting like in in the 2000s, going up to. I guess like 2014, um, a lot, of, and they released on the PlayStation only platform. So it was PlayStation One, Two, Three, and Four. Um, well, recently they did a. It was a couple of years ago they did a reboot of the series where they remade the first game, and they completely destroyed like the characters. Like it, they they took all of the writing and life out of the characters, and like the main character was really edgy and and you know he was like he was mean sometimes, and he made there was a lot of like I guess. It, it was like SpongeBob. There's a lot of jokes in it that you don't get as a child, but there's still mm-hmm. reason to laugh. Like it's still funny somehow. But when you go watch like the cutscenes again as a, as an adult, you're like, oh, that's hilarious. No wonder my dad wanted to watch me play that because he thought it was funny. <laughs> but like, but that's what I'm saying is they took away all of that mm-hmm. humor and 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 the whole edge the series had because mm-hmm. literally the series is about a, a an alien running around and and dest- like literally killing and destroying thousands of sentient life forms. <laughs> But now they've made him into some furry thing that they can sell plush toys and make a movie out
2: of. That's another thing. Like, That's why a lot of um, characters like costumes and stuff will change and do different things because they have to see if it'll market to sell toys. I would like to put a plug in here. If you're listening and you have a great idea for a show, a movie, anything that you want to write that's not from somebody else, email me. I would love to read it. Maybe we could produce it or something. That'd That'd be be kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Chloe, Chloe likes to do, movies. Like to do. I like to do. I, I do have a
2: theater well. degree, so I love doing things like
0: mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah. Do you have Absolutely. more quotes for us?
1: I'm going to cut it short with one more, so we can get into news. <clears throat> Actually, two. Okay. Um, and only I'm just making this one up because I just thought about it. Start your horse and come along.
2: I don't know.
0: That has to be some like. Is that like? Oh, what is that show with all of the hay bales and crap? Can't
1: get a ride if you can't hold on. Singing,
0: yippee Kai. yay!
2: Letter Kenny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's it's uh, is it ye, is it hee haw? Ye, no. Oh man, hee haw. Yeah, hey, hey dude. You know what hee haw is? Hey, right? I'm wearing hey
2: dudes is. right now. My shoes are called hey dudes. Uh,
1: really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I remember. I, I hadn't thought about that show in so long. It was an old Nickelodeon show, I think. Oh. And oh, wow. I saw this article of like. Somebody went and found the set, and like all the set pieces are still oh, there and just wow. run down. But it was kind of cool. cool, like a trip to memory lane. Yeah. That like
0: really they cool. did that with Saved by the Bell one time, I think. Yeah. The, and the set pieces for that.
1: Okay. The last official one, Chloe will know this. <clears throat> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry.
2: The Hulk.
1: That is the Hulk. Yeah. That's classic. You want to know the
2: secret of why I'm not angry? It's because I'm always angry. That's what Mark Ruffalo's Hulk said. I was like, that doesn't make any sense.
1: So let's put it all together with new words. I am jonesing to hear about pop culture news.
2: Oh, I'm sure you are. (laughs) I wish Eric was here. He'd be so excited, but I'm sure he already knows the news that Britney Spears broke her silence today on her courts. Stuff that she's been dealing with. So um, she had a virtual judge today um, talking to her about her uh conservatorship uh if you don't know her dad basically is in charge of all of her finances and decisions and all this stuff and she also has no custody of her kids either which is something that she's trying to get back
1: Wow, well, i know this because of you you're and
2: welcome there. because yes. of you Sorry. oh my goodness there's so <laughs> many songs in this episode okay so she uh, um is first off i'd like to just say that she's 39 years old And a mother of two. So she wants the conservatorship to end. And at this point, she hasn't really been able to speak about it. She hasn't been able to say anything about it. And uh, she stated, I want to end the conservatorship uh, without being evaluated. In the meantime, I want a therapist to come to my house. I'm not willing to go to to Westlake and be embarrassed by the paparazzi. And she said that she has been um, subjected to numerous psych evaluations, medications, and that she's been traumatized by her father, Jamie Spears, through his control. She told the court that she um, didn't speak up publicly because she feared no one would believe her. She said, quote, after I've lit, after I've lied and told the whole world, I'm okay. And I'm happy. I'm not okay. I'm not happy. I can't sleep.
0: Hmm.
2: That's so yeah, it's kind of crazy because she, um, There was like the Free Britney stuff kind of started not just with the conservatorship, but she started making these really, really weird videos like on TikTok and stuff and like really strange. And a lot of people were making theories that she was asking for help, but she like couldn't do it because it was her dad telling her to make a TikTok so she could make money and stuff like that. I don't know if that's true. Weird. But it I mean like she it was very very strange. So, but I know she, I don't know her personally obviously, but it would be very hard um you know to not be able to have your kids with you and never be able to see them and She can't even see them? I don't like, think so.
1: Yeah, she's 40 years old. Like give her her kids and her money, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and even like like obviously like have a person help her budgeting wise, like don't have her go spend it all, but yeah. it's like I don't feel that there was a need for that. And after watching the documentary um, about her and her career, um, she like never showed that she needed it. She went to rehab like one time, got better, came back, and the dad was never in her life up to then really.
1: So here's how I would would look at the context. If the dad is a conservatorship and he has all of her money, is he like saving this and providing for the kids, or is he buying houses and cars?
2: Well, I think the dad is the one that has the kids. So he's the, and I'm, I couldn't tell you which person it is because I mean, she is, dated is, so is many. Is that people. his like
1: sole income? You know, is he getting all the that dad? money? Yeah. I and think is he buying so. like extravagant houses and fast Probably. cars? Yeah. See, that's not right.
2: Either that or he's just Well, I mean, and he's living in her giant mansion with her, so it's like what else do you need when you oh. have butlers and a mansion and wait when, a minute.
1: So he has the kids?
2: No. The, her dad does not have the okay. kids. Her husband has the kids. Gotcha. But or, I don't think she ever gets to see them. Her uh, ex husband. Okay. Excuse me, sorry.
1: What a tangled
0: web. I yeah, know. no kidding. Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. I would be very frustrated at that point. And I would, and listen, I'd kind of feel the same way too if, like, you know, your dad's been telling you that you're crazy this whole time. Like, after a certain point, you could probably start believing him and you're like, yeah, I kind of am.
1: Everybody in the insane asylum kind of starts feeling the same way. If, if you know you're not crazy, they yeah. make you feel crazy.
2: Okay, so I have one more story. This is from yesterday. Um, are we all familiar with Billie Eilish? Do you know who that is? Sure. William Eilish. That's what I call her, because her name is Billie Eilish. I call her I've Billie seen Billie Eilish. something on TikTok she, about her. She sings the I'm the bad guy song. Duh, doo, doo, do, doo, do, doo, do, doo, do, doo, doo, yeah, You know, he has no idea. Okay, anyway. I wish our listeners could see me
1: sitting here <laughs>
2: <laughs> She is like, she's the newest... She's a songwriter, singer, producer. Like she does it all herself. She's her nineteen. Her she's nineteen okay. years old. There's they, no
0: like her her first album. There's no like record company involved. Full on no it was, it was wow. all of her
2: and okay. her brother. They record it all in his bedroom at their home.
0: I mean, that's how impressive it is.
1: She's, it's
2: crazy. Yeah, she's, she's really, really talented really too.
1: And she's. I mean, I've what I saw was that she's very popular and famous. Too, oh yeah, for so. sure.
2: Well, and she started when she was sixteen. She's nineteen now, but she started like writing her. She's songs forever but she started getting famous when she was 16 um but uh, she had to make an apology um, yesterday about a video that she, uh, from when she was, thir- I think it was from when she was 13 or 14, that she had to apologize because she had lip synced a racial slur. Oh my in a video. gosh.
0: Gag me with a spoon. So Why are we doing this?
2: Here is, here is the quote. <laughs> she posted on her story. She said, there's a video edit of me going around when I was 13 or 14 where I mouthed a word from a song that at the time I did not know was derogatory term used. Against members of the Asian community. I'm appalled and embarrassed. Um, And at the end, she said, Nothing uh, excuses the fact. uh, The fact is that it was hurtful and that I am, and for that, I am sorry. And she wrote like this whole long thing, like that's how long it was about it. Like this whole all right, look, apology.
0: Stop apologizing, people, for this. This will not stop until we stop apologizing. If someone pulls out a picture of you doing something bad, when you were fourteen years old, and you're like in your twenties, stop apologizing. You have no reason to apologize for doing something when you're a kid like that. You, you 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 can't go back and change. You you can't re- give that young child in the past knowledge that you have now. I don't think there's any reason for her to apologize for that. Uh,
1: you're right, and because and I think it should be celebrated because I, I did something stupid when I was younger, and if somebody brought that up to me now, I think I would celebrate it because. I can clearly show who I was then yep. and who I am now. Oh, so
0: did I. And 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 that's the thing is I'm like, is that is something that I did when I was a kid? Is that going to be pulled up and and used against me? Am I going to lose a job for it? Sure. I mean, this is stupid. Because I've seen several incidents of this in in just a few weeks, and I think it was Bill Maher. Actually, came out on his show. The Science Guy. No, not Bill. Not Bill Nye. Bill oh, Maher. He's Bill like a, he's like a like a <laughs> news Nye, host. The okay, guy. and he came out the other day because I think I don't know who it was that apologized, but essentially someone said something, or they found a video. Of someone who said they said something went in the past, and and then they were they went and apologized for it. Oh, I know what it was. It was a some movie maker who made a movie um, that was about. The plight of an like an uh, of an Asian community. This is an Asian filmmaker, Asian director had a full Asian cast, and people are ridiculing them and 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 calling them out on Twitter because they didn't have darker Asians.
1: No, oh, wow. And
0: he apologized. He apologized for that. And Bill Maher was like, "Stop apologizing." Bill Maher said something along the lines of, "This is um, they have uh, progressive-itis. Where they are so focused on progr- these people are so focused on progressing that they fail to see the progress that has been made. he went on to say something like, believe it or not, America is far better than it was in the 1950s when it comes to racism and and inclusion and all that far better light years ahead and it was it's, and it's even more it's even more light years ahead from the 1920s or, or back in the 1800s when we had slavery. These people don't seem to realize that, and they're targeting these really minuscule, meaningless things that no one ever intends to be offensive. Like, and this whole thing with Billie Eilish is the same. That I just can't believe how much that triggered me just now when when I heard about that story. But it's ridiculous. I understand she is apologizing because her her press, you know, like person is saying this is the best you know way to go right now is to apologize so that you know they can't keep you know poking you about and say how why didn't you apologize for this but stop apologizing
2: i will say i will say uh, i feel somewhat similar i'm not going to get into detail with that but i will say i did like that she stated you know i did not understand when i was 13 or 14 that this was incorrect state which means hey i know now and but like when i was 13 and 14 i didn't know like because i mean there were a lot of words I didn't know when I was thirteen or fourteen that People I know now. Can
1: absolutely yep. change. That's what it pulls down to.
2: Well, it's not even changing. It's just being more educated. Sure.
0: Yeah, and if 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 I can, if you can pull out something I did when I was like fourteen, and use it against me and and have me fired from my job, well, that's not the world I want to live in. That's horrible. I mean, you you think back to anything you did as a child, listeners? Anything that you did as a child that you think was slightly questionable? and then think about that being brought up against you right now and you being, you know, tried in the court of public opinion.
1: Yeah, do you remember that time you were 7 and you took a magnifying glass and killed some ants? Right. Well, you know, I'm I'm sorry you're 30, but you're losing I'm your sorry,
0: job. It's but ridiculous. You're yeah, murder. And I mean in, but even beyond that, something that actually would be considered offensive in today's time, back then it probably wasn't. Even if it was, you were a child. You know, I, I this is ridiculous. People should not be groveling before the social media gods. Um, to to forgive them for actions they did in the past. That is not a healthy way to exist. You know, in fear that this thing is going to be dug up on you, and then you're going to be ruined. Yeah, now, I sure hope Billie Eilish gets out of this unscathed. Because I think I, she is. I mean, I just like, oh, that just makes me so mad. I
1: honestly, it's so something, mad. Something else will happen. It'll take the focus
0: away. I
2: honestly think she is because she posted that pretty quickly after it had gotten out, and she, she hasn't probably a new, had it
0: prepared. She had a new album. <laughs> if She's smart.
2: She had a new, she's having a new album come out in the next couple months. So like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to care. No, So Billy, if you ever listen to this, I'm going to keep listening to you because you're cool. I like you.
0: The only solution to this, in my opinion, is to stop apologizing because the more you grovel to these people, the more power it's going to give them, the more power they're going to feel and the more they're going to do this stuff. You know, I mean, they're going to look up my freaking elementary school grades in, in social studies and use that against me in a freaking job interview yeah but we
2: won't even look at the fact that you know you had like a 3.6 in your undergrad or whatever
0: exactly just because I was dumb when sorry, I was.
2: sorry in third grade you failed
0: that's an exaggeration right, cool. but you get what I'm trying to say I can go on all
1: day so I recently had uh, aware of a similar situation uh, Eric that was on our show before we mentioned has his own podcast and right now their podcast is covering a show by Netflix called Shadow and Bone if you Ooh. haven't seen it it's a really great show The author who's who his podcast is about, uh, Lee Bardugo, she's a brilliant author. She writes a lot of young adult novels. So, Netflix took Shadow and Bone, which was her novel, and they adapted it to a television show or a series. And they episode one's out, or season one's out, season two's coming. But anyway, Netflix recently got a a lot of backlash because, come to find out, one of the actors. That they, that they scripted for one of the parts was darker. And I can't remember her nationality, but it was uh, Asian maybe, Polynesian. Okay. It, it was, you know, she was darker. The stunt double that they had for her was in brown face. And people have, there was oh this big, gosh. huge rush for Netflix and shaming on them. And, and the author ended up against... I, she made a, a post on social media that you know they told her not to comment, but she's got to do it anyway and apologize for it, oh. which was nice because a lot of people were very offended. There were a lot of people from the Asian culture, uh, and I believe you know African American culture making social media comments about it about how how bad that was. and And I don't know because I don't know a lot about Hollywood and finding stunt doubles, but I think the point of a stunt double is somebody that is the same physical size. With the same physical attributes, that can do crazy jungle stuff with their body. So, if nobody from that nationality applied, or they couldn't find a stunt double yeah. that had the same skin tone, what are we supposed to do? You may have to do that. What does Hollywood do?
0: Are I we think... just going to cut all the stunts from the from the Asian person because we can't find the perfect stunt double because we can't paint no. their face? No,
1: they would have they would have seen you know this actor. Then all of a sudden, she would like jump off of a chariot and she would be a different color.
0: Right? I yeah, mean, it's like. I don't understand, and they would they would probably get on them for that too. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying is these these people will not relent. Lee Bardugo, I'm sorry, I don't think she should have apologized for it. I don't think Netflix should have to apologize for it. This is freaking makeup, people. Are we getting upset because people paint their faces now? It for would a stunt be, double.
2: It would be different if it was obviously like a role to make fun of that race. Yes, or it would be like different that. if it
0: was an actual actor. Like if we're talking about um, what was that movie where Johnny? No, not Johnny Robert
2: Downey Jr. Robert
0: Downey Jr. Tropic
2: Tropic Thunder.
1: Yeah, that comedy movie. He was an actor playing a guy. I'm a dude playing was, a dude disguised as an
2: exactly. dude.
0: Exactly. Yes. So what? And and yeah, obviously that was. I could have figured
2: out that quote earlier. But if we did
0: that <laughs> modern day, they'd have huge problems with it. And, and but I I just don't understand that part. It wasn't like,
2: like like I said. I think if it was a person that was making fun of or was a I. I see stunt doubles as actors as well, so I I don't want to say not an actor, but someone who was not clearly going to be shown, because stunt doubles are moving all the time. We're not even supposed to know they're there. So I feel like if it was a person who was going to be shown the whole time that we could see them, then yes, it would have been quite inappropriate. Um, But I think, I I don't feel like that's, is it wrong to paint Jennifer Lawrence's stunt double in X-Men blue because she's blue? Yeah, seriously. I, I, mean, I don't Hollywood, understand. That. I just think of that all it the is, time. It is going way too
0: far. It's going way too far. You're literally telling someone we can't match the skin color of the of the stunt double because they're a different race. I, it, it's, there's it's, so many other physical attributes you have to match with that.
1: Yeah, and it's a it's a deep hole that that we don't even have time on this episode to go into. But Hollywood has changed people's appearances since they started, yeah,
0: and the you know, it's
1: just now become a problem. No.
0: It's just because these people are looking to get upset about something. There are people out there, their whole life, besides whatever job they have, is to find things to get upset at. Find things that they think are racist and expose that because they get, I don't know if they get high off of it or that's just what they enjoy doing. But this is not one of those things. Like, what is is Hollywood going to do if you have to literally find someone with the exact, like a clone, a doppelganger? Uh, of somebody to have a stunt double. That's ridiculous. That's completely unreasonable. Uh, absolutely. And and I'll say this. It's a great show.
1: Netflix did a wonderful job. I've read the novels. Uh, if you haven't seen it, watch Shadow and Bone on Netflix. If you can watch it and get over the fact that the stunt double it isn't really the color that the stunt oh double my is oh gosh i can't um, believe and if you want some commentary oh. listen to eric's podcast Grisha cast it's on youtube uh, that was a plug i'm sorry did
0: they talk about that
1: they talk about uh yes they do in, wow. in the in the youtube the, the this podcast is video cast as well and on the youtube they show some videos of Of some of the people that responded that, you know, how wrong it was. So make your own opinion because everybody, obviously, the point of the show is that we have different opinions. Mm -hmm. People feel differently about it. But the reality is it's a great interpretation of the novels. It's a great story. Um, You know, check it out and check out the Grisha cast. I
2: will say from a director standpoint, because I've directed several projects, that when you're thinking director wise, you're thinking of you know, who is the best person to play this and how is that going to impact us? And also, what is my actor slash stunt double comfortable with? And if the stunt double wasn't comfortable, they probably would have said something. Yep. So that's just my my view. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. I'm not saying anybody should have or should have, should have or should not have apologized. But I, as a director, like, I, my first priority is to make my cast and, and crew comfortable. And so if they're not comfortable, we're going to change something or we're going to do something different. And obviously, there was not anybody uncomfortable, or at least it hasn't come out that anybody was uncomfortable. So I think, I mean, it's up to everybody's opinion. Like it's whatever your opinion is. But you
1: and know, what they say if you see something, say something. If you're on a set and you're a stunt double, and they tell you that you have to be painted a different color, and you don't agree with it, say something.
0: Also, if you um, if you are Asian and you are the exact dimensions of this actor. Um, there's probably gonna be a few job openings pretty soon. Yeah. So you might as well go ahead and move to wherever Netflix is filmed and yeah. uh,
2: Wherever Netflix end.
1: is filmed. Okay. Otherwise, if we take away, you know, dress and we take away makeup from Hollywood so that they, they can't change anyone's opinion, can you imagine like how horrible these shows I don't, are?
0: I don't even think it's about that. It's, it literally is it's singularly about race and and changing a white and i don't know how they're tying it to black face at all that is what they're trying to tie it to or dark face is what you said they called it brown face yeah brown face i i I mean the whole that black face was literally making fun of black people it was that was the whole goal of it right it was someone painting their face charcoal black big red lips White around the eyes. That was what it was. That was meant to make fun of black people. That is not what this is. This is makeup. This is stage makeup. I put on, when I was in theater, I put on darker stage makeup so that my face was not like white, pure white when the lights hit it. I put on darker face makeup. Am I, am I, am I, is that a bad thing now that I put on a few shades lighter of skin? Color just to so that the light does not hit me weird. I guarantee you they do the same thing in Hollywood all the time because they have bright lights on them. Am I wrong about that? You know, I. I well,
1: just... what's that film where the guy got uh he had several roles, but it was him, and he also had to play his older self. So they 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 put him in makeup to make him look older. So now elderly people mm-hmm. should they be upset yeah. that you're him in an old
0: face? Ageists.
2: Well, even yeah. that, or like Eddie Murphy, the what's that movie that? Oh uh, yes. Um like welcome home, what or it's I don't know Coming to table. America. Oh yeah, that one. When he played all the roles, it's like, okay, well there were probably plenty of actors that wanted to play those roles and you played them all. So like are played, we gonna be upset about that? If I'm not
1: mistaken, in the barber shop there was a light skinned African American and that was also Eddie Murphy. So technically they put him in like paler face, right? I'm that not sure. In the I the not Yeah. Can't it only it only that. works one way, Chris. It's part. It's but yeah. Right. You, it's it's just it's part of Hollywood. It's what they do. And if you are not the casting director and you didn't know, if nobody applied, what do you do? Take out the action scenes. Put somebody of a different color in there. People or risk people hurting Murphy. your actor. Yeah. I mean. So
2: you know. I will say I'm not. I'm not degrading the performance of Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. That, that movie's great but I was just saying for it example is. you know that that's another issue it's not even like you know the makeup issue the issue for that is there were plenty of actors that probably wanted those jobs and he did them all I think like, the that's whole the whole attraction of the
0: was that movie project yeah, that's him that, doing was it back,
2: that was back like we talked about earlier when people went to go see a movie because Eddie Murphy yeah. Yeah. was and never. that was
1: the comedy behind it it's the same guy in mm-hmm. a lot of those parts mm-hmm. yeah Anyway, well, we could go on about this. So
2: I have one more thing to talk about. Sorry, Chris, you're not going to know about this, but you should definitely check it out. Just like I'm going to tell our listeners to check out. Um, Loki is amazing so far. I have, I have not. You have. I haven't watched the newest one, so don't spoil episode. It came out today, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you've watched that one yet. No. Okay, good. The first two are really, really good. Um, If you're really into like, kind of like crime, like true not true crime because it's not true crime but if it's like that kind of like detective investigator with marvel that's kind of how i see it um tom hiddleston's hilarious as loki i love loki working in an office that doesn't give anything away but like he literally is working in an office so it's kind of funny um but yeah, so I, I really like it. Um, it's a, it gets kind of back to the vibes of WandaVision where you're kind of dealing with um, Nexus and you're dealing with different timelines and dimensions and things. And I think personally for me, I would have rather seen this show right after WandaVision instead of having to see Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think that was kind of an awkward break in the middle because that show just wasn't as complex as either of these. But so far, I've, I love it. Do you like it so far? Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad you said yeah, that. I can't wait to watch it. I'm I love excited. it. You want to watch it tonight? Yeah, let's do okay, that.
1: Okay, good. oh Cute. Well, the show is just about over as they need to go home and watch Loki. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yep. Yeah. W- what a fun, long episode. I hope you learned some new words today. I have. Yeah, I think so. We can... We done, done a
0: little bit of everything in this episode. Thank I think this you was for, like a um, classic S S L Y B episode, right? Thank here. you
2: yeah. for um, making me feel like I'm uncultured in 80s and 90s TV. Thank you for making me
0: feel so young.
2: <laughs> uh, I try.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, you make me feel so young. So. Yes. <laughs> um
2: also just a reminder to our listeners, please do not touch the insides of those TVs. Yeah, not no, ideal. Not a good idea. I always have to do a little lesson at the one. end. Unless
0: you have a Jesus stick. Then yeah. You're okay.
1: If you can find one, right? Of course, yeah. Anyway,
0: electronic uh, shortage. This is we're touching every topic, aren't we? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, this um, has been
1: still love you, bro. Thank you for tuning
0: in. We
1: appreciate it. Feel free to send us an email.
0: Jess at J E S S E at still love ya with a Y A bro dot com, and uh, of course Chloe has her email C H O.
2: Oh my goodness! You no. just misspelled l- C-H-L-O-E. my name. C h l o e. Oh my goodness!
0: I, I it's C-H-L-O-E. so stressful trying to
1: spell
2: you It's C h l o e. I almost got it right. At yeah. stillloveyabro.com
1: Yep, and I'm Chris at stillloveyabro.com yeah. and I you, can,
2: and I can't spell. If no. you email the o l e one, I will it's not. It's going to go it.
1: nowhere. Totally. Um, yep. <laughs> Find our socials. We would greatly appreciate if you would <laughs> like our socials. Uh, rate oh. us uh, on oh, okay. on on our on your podcast platform if it Podcasts. will let you rate us podcast you guys derailed me that's awesome oh man you, wow. yeah, you this knocked
0: the, me off the rails
1: don't rate our show based on this outro oh, please man. don't yes. tell okay. your friends get more listeners please share our topics if you have a topic share that with us
0: absolutely we like talking about your topics if you can uh, message us in any way possible email is the best way to reach us uh, we're more than happy to respond and and maybe talk about your uh, suggestion on the show. Yeah. Or come I, to the studio like Chloe moved across country to the studio. This is she the only moved, reason I'm here. Yeah, exactly. She moved just because she wanted yes. to. Yes.
2: Also, if you have badly um, described movies you want to send us for us to guess, please send them to us. I would love that. But please put what movie it is or else I won't know. Yeah,
0: tell Chloe because she's going to be like the liaison, right? So she's going to She's going to know both the answers Game
2: liaison. and
0: she's going to ask us the questions. Right. Yeah. So perfect. And then we'll get to guess. Well,
1: thank you for tuning in. Have a great week and we will see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.